Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Potter's View International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. So shall it be, for in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Can you just welcome someone to church this morning? Can you just say welcome? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can we just have our seats? Praise Master Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think for me, I'm glad to be alive this morning. I am, I, I am glad to be alive this morning. This morning, because of our time, please... I'll be talking to us on the message I titled The Right Side. Please, please, and I'm begging. I don't want us to be distracted this morning. I'll be talking to us on the message I titled what? The Right Side. Right side. Beloved, it means in life. Why is it I have my right hand and also have my what? My left hand. Why is it that even the parable of the sheep and goats God said the sheep should go to the right and the goat should go to the left. Why? Beloved, it means that in life there is the right side and there is the wrong side. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Beloved, our Bible reading shall be taken from John chapter 21. John chapter 21, we'll read from verse 1 to 11. John chapter 21 from verse 1 to 11. Please, if you're there, you can read for us. You know what I'm going to do this morning is I will set the tone and then we'll go back to our Bible verse. Praise the Lord. Please, if you're there, you can read for us John chapter 21 from verse 1 to 11. John chapter 21, the right side. Praise the Lord. Yes. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, we After toiling all night and they caught nothing. Even when Jesus showed up, the disciples didn't recognize him. Go ahead, sir. They answered no. And they said unto them, Cast the net on the right side mm-hmm. of the sheep, and you shall find, you shall find, they, you shall find, they cast therefore, and now they will not be able to draw it for the multitude of the fishes. Thank you, sir. Just hold on, sir. And he said to them, Cast their net on the right side of the boat. Where did he tell them to cast their net? On the right side of the boat. And you will find some. Beloved, there is something I'm going to do this morning. Before we go far into this, 
I want to lay starting background so that we have an understanding of where I'm going to. And I will try as much as possible to finish within time. You know, most times we ask ourselves, when you want to leave the house, especially if you are going to work, most of us, the first thing we do is we check Google Map to know which one is the fastest or the shortest course to take. I don't know if you do it here, raise up your hand. It's what we do most times. And the Google Map begins to give instruction. Take this place, take this place, take this place. But do you know that there are instances, as the Google Map is directing you, you will find yourself in the wrong location. Am I talking to someone this morning? And then you ask yourself, what led to all this? After all, I followed an instruction. Bend right, bend left, take this, and eventually you find yourself in a place where you don't want to be. And you ask yourself, it's as if I've wasted my time. It's as if everything that I planned is going wrong. And you begin to look at your day. Why today of all days? But there is something I want us to understand in life. Even the same Google map will give you an option when there is traffic conjecture. It will tell you, we've saved seven minutes, eight minutes for you. Do you want to accept the shortest cut? Do you know that in life, there is something that God has given to us? And it's the power of choice. The Google map has given you direction. And it's giving you a choice. The final decision lies with you. Does not lie with what? The Google map. Follow this, follow this. But in the last time, the final decision lies with you. Where am I going to this morning? Where we are today is as a result of the decisions, the actions, the choices that we've made in the past. Beloved, I am where I am because of certain things that I've done. I am where I am because of certain choices that I've made. Beloved, God does not make mistakes. He does not. You know, there's something I've come to understand again in life. Most of us like what? Shortcuts. I want to do it my way. Should I tell you what shortcuts does? Should I tell you? Should I tell you what it does? Shortcuts takes you to the place where you want to be. Not the place where God wants you to be. And the moment you are in a place where you want to be, it means that you are not the right place God has testing for you. Beloved, so that we have an understanding of what I'm saying this morning, before we go into what we want to discuss. Beloved, again, I've come to understand that in life, being at the wrong side is very dangerous. It's one of the dangerous things that can happen to a Christian. Because you labor and labor and you're asking yourself, why is he not showing? Because you've made certain error in the past. I decree in the mighty name of Jesus, every wrong steps that you might have taken it at all before now, may God begin to alter them for good in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Beloved, there is no one that is perfect except God. We make mistakes. But God is not saying you shouldn't make mistakes. Why is it that God knows that even when you take that shortcut, eventually it might cause you pain? It's a test for you. But he knows that the test will not kill you. The test is necessary to grow you, to mold you to what he wants you to be. Beloved, I stand on the altar and the authority in the name of Jesus. 
every wrong steps that you might take in Itato before now. I said, let them be cancelled in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, go to the foundation and utter it for good in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, being on the wrong side of life is dangerous. So many things happen when you are not on the right side. So many things. Please, can someone help me open to Genesis chapter 13, then we'll read verse 9 to 11. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 13, verse 9 to 11. Genesis chapter 13, verse 9 to 11. Please, if you are there, you can read for us because of our time. Genesis chapter 13, 9 to 11. Go ahead, man. Who chose for himself? Please, I want us to understand. He did do what for himself. He chose for himself. Go ahead, man. The old Jordan Valley. The old Jordan Valley. To the east of them. And parted company with his uncle. Abraham. Abraham. God bless you, man. See, where am I, what am I saying this morning? See, we know the story of Lot and what? And Abraham. There was a time when Lot needed to be separated from Abraham. It means that one has to go to one direction and the other has to go to another direction. The question is what happened? Lot decided within himself. He planned within himself. Greed led him. And he chose the plain of Jordan. He looks so green because he knows that it will be good for his flocks. Beloved, it's not everything that looks nice that is for you. Beloved, it's not everything that looks good that is for you. Beloved, the fact that people are doing it and they are going scot-free does not mean that when you do it, you will not be caught. Beloved, why is it that in our time today, single ladies are no longer proud of maintaining themselves? They are no longer proud. The norm now is, how many men have you slept with? How many men have had their ways with you? And say, for me, it's just four. For me, it's just five. Beloved, some people, the moment they make mistake, that is the end. What happened to Vashti? She only made mistake once. And what happened to her? She was forgotten for life. Beloved, may we not be forgotten in the mighty name of Jesus. What did Lot do? He does, he saw what was right, what was good. And he felt, this is the plan of God for me. But the Bible said, he chose for himself. He chose without even regarding his uncle Abraham that gave him the first option to choose. And what happened to, to Lot? Lot chose the wrong side. How do I know that Lot chose the wrong side? Eventually, eventually, that land was what? Was destroyed. It looks as if when it all started, we shouldn't forget, Lot was very successful. At the beginning, he was very successful. He had everything in life. It looks as if that decision is the best that he could have ever made. But my Bible makes me understand. Because he chose the wrong side, what happened? The land that he chose was utterly destroyed by God. And Lot did not even gain anything. He lost his wife. 
Beloved, we will not make the wrong position in life in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree concerning you will not be at the wrong side of life in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, what am I saying this morning? What does it mean to be at the right side? What does it mean to be at the right side? I stand in front of us this morning and I say the right side is what? The Lord's side. Beloved, I stand this morning. I said the right side is what? The Lord's side. Which side would you rather be? Your own side or the Lord's side? Your own side or the Lord's side? The right side is what? The Lord's side. How do I know? When you want to know that you are the right side, how do you know? When you see God's purpose ahead of your own self-interest. We always have, this is what I want to do. But when God is saying, this is my purpose for your life, and you can see it and ahead, you know that I am living according to his dictates. It means that you are dead to self. You know, Pastor Ken normally says something. You are dead every day to self. Beloved, you cannot be at the right side when you've not conquered your flesh. Praise the Lord. You cannot be at the right side when you've not conquered self. You must be what? Dead to what? Self. To be at the right side means to know God. To understand his ways. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 said that I may know you. The what? The power of his restoration. And the what? The fellowship of his suffering. That is made conformable unto his death. You cannot be at the right side and not know God. For you being at the right side, it means you must know him and understand his ways. What does it mean to be at the right side? Beloved, being at the right side means your focus is not on me. Your focus is not on Moby B. Your focus is not in your ability. Your focus is on the Lord. See, your focus is what? On the Lord. He said something this morning. And as he was talking, I said, God, I thank you. He said, looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith with him it is complete with him it is sorted with him it is done you cannot undo what god has done because it's finished beloved i've come to understand that you cannot look unto god and also look unto man at the same time but that's been you need to decide who will you look unto being at the right side means your focus is in the lord nothing else it means that in all situations you ask yourself what will jesus do if you find yourself in a situation that is compromising ask yourself what will jesus do what will what what will jesus really do beloved Oh, Father, I worship you. 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 Father, I decree concerning the life of a woman here. Every wrong step that you might take in it at all before now. The Lord said, I'm ordering your step in the mighty name of Jesus. I hear the word of God in my spirit. He says, the steps of a righteous man and ordered by God. And he delights in what? In his ways. The Lord said, going forward, I'm ordering your step to the right places. The Lord said, I'm ordering your step to the right places. Yeah. 
I decree concerning you and your family. You will not be at the wrong place at the wrong time in the mighty name of Jesus. I said you will not be at the wrong place at the wrong time in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Beloved Jesus answered. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comment to the Father except what? Except through me. Beloved, the right side is the Lord's side. So sometimes I ask myself, there is a Bible verse that I love so much. And it says, it's very simple. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. He said, come unto me, all ye that what? That labor and every lady, and I will give you what? Beloved, some of us can walk. I'm sorry, I'm not used to. Some of us can walk. Eh? We can work hard. If it is hard work, please give it to the laborers. They work hard. But it is not the amount of work that matters. It is the favor of God. My prayer for you this morning is, God will favor the works of your hand. God will what? We favor the works of what? Of your hand. It is not of him that run it. It is of the Lord that showeth mercy. Beloved, it's by the mercies of God that I'm standing this morning. And I'm sharing this word with you. Who am I? A nobody. That God decided to elevate. Everything we have is by him. That is when you understand the one that you are in Christ. He said, come unto me. All ye that what? Labor and heavy laden. Is there something in your heart this morning? The one that maketh the heaven and the earth is here. And he said, put everything on me. And I will give you rest. I decree once again as you journey through this year. In all your endeavor this year, God will grant you all round life in the mighty name of Jesus. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. What does it mean for one to have rest? It does not mean that there won't be situation. But you just understand that the fact that it's happening to others, it can never happen to me. It cannot. Because that is the covenant that we have with God. See, some people are so quick to say that, ah, if this person has done it, beloved, it has to happen to you. And immediately, if you have an understanding, I am different. I'm a, I might be in this world, but I'm not of this world. I know the covenant I have with God. There are certain things that can happen to others. They cannot happen to me. Why? Because I know who I serve. I know the one that has got my back. He said, I will make a way in the wilderness. And I will make rivers in the desert. It means that even if all the doors are shut, God will say, my son, I will create a way for you. And you will pass. That is the God that we serve. Beloved, please, I am begging you. You might be working so hard. But realize that there are instances where your efforts will fail you. There are instances where your wisdom will fail you. There are instances where your intellect will fail you. There are instances where your professional experience will fail you. But there is something that will never fail. The word of God. is sure. is the standard. Let's live our life based on the word of God. Beloved, I pray this morning. I pray and I decree. In every area of your life. May God grant you rest in the name of Jesus. Concerning that storm, may God grant you rest in the mighty name of Jesus. I said concerning that storm, may God grant you rest in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Please.
Okay, I think I have 15 minutes more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Beloved, I am trying to... You know, when, when, when God says, when Jesus said, he said, I am the good shepherd. He said, I know my sheep and they hear my voice. And what? They follow me. The question is, <laughs> which voice are you hearing? You know, sometimes I ask myself, how do we guide the affairs of our life? Some of us, the best thing we know how to do is, this person is my friend. And all we do is, we tell our friends virtually everything. There was a day I was talking to my wife, and I will cite an example. Something happened, and she said, I will tell, I don't know if you're close to my wife, you know. One of our best friends is Tolu. And she said, tell me this one, I'll tell Tolu. And I told her, why Tolu, why not someone else? She said, no, Tolu is my good friend. And I told her, there is nobody that is good. And she started arguing with me. You are surprised. Even me, your husband, I'm not good. Because I'm a wicked father. I am. And my Bible tells me, Jesus said, he said, why call me good? Because I am not good. The only one that is good is what? God. Why talk to a friend? Why not talk to your best friend? And I told her, my best friend is Jesus. I will go on my knees and I will tell him what I'm feeling. And that has been the situation of my life. Beloved, don't trust in friends. Don't put your trust in friends. They will fail you. Please don't put your trust on Google Map. It will misdirect you. Don't put your trust on social media. They will give you fake news. I am begging you. Don't put your trust on your insights. Your insights will fail you. Eh? You know, some people will say, and I, I just felt something. Please, what you feel, as long as it's not the spirit that is telling you, go and sleep and refill it again. Because if you feel it 100 times, it will it will you to where you don't want to be. Beloved, the best way to feel and the right way to feel is to hear from the Father. And say, God, what instruction are you giving to me in the month of April? Father, what instruction do, are you giving me concerning your children? Beloved, God loves us so much that every part of our lives, he gives a word. Concerning your children, he gives word. Can we listen to the voice of God this morning? Being what? At the right side. If you are at the right side, you are settled. The right side, which is the Lord's side, it guarantees what? Fulfillment of destiny. Some of us, we live a life of emptiness. We work hard. We come, we come home so late. But in the morning, you ask yourself, why am I going to this office? What am I going to do again? Emptiness. But when you are on the right side, instead of emptiness, there is fulfillment of destiny. There is peace. In the chaos that is happening around you, you what? You see peace. And that's why he always tells you, if you are for me, all you need is just say it. Peace. Be still. Pastor said something this morning. We worry, Abby. We worry. But the question is, if you worry from now to tomorrow, will that worry reduce? No. Why not lift your worry and give it to the one that can sort out situation? Beloved, let me not talk too much. John chapter 21. Please, let's just continue. And I will quickly summarize. Let's start from verse 6. Verse 6 to verse 10. And I will summarize. Praise the Lord. 
praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Please, someone can read for me. John chapter 21 from verse 6 to 10. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the sheep, and ye shall find. Can you just hold on, sir? And I'm, I want to highlight four major things as I leave this morning. He said what? Cast your net at the right side. Eh? So we shouldn't forget, if we look at verse 3, Peter was the one that told the disciples, I want to go and fish. Please don't forget. You can read John chapter 21 verse 3. It was Peter that stood up and said, for me, I want to go fishing. And the rest of the disciples followed him. Normally, sometimes, some of us, we have ideas, and others will follow. But the Bible recorded, he said, with Peter, with all his experience as a fisherman, there's something that happened. With all his skills and his competencies, when it comes to fishing, he might not know any other thing. Just like some of us, what we know is to talk. He might not know any other thing. But fish, well, Peter, he knows how to fish. With all his skills and his experience, the Bible recorded that he fished all night. And they what? They caught nothing. But again, someone told them, which was Jesus, that they didn't recognize, and said, cast your net at the right side. See, there is a difference between this and what happened in the book of Luke chapter 5, verse 5. Because of our time, there is a difference. When God, when Jesus told Peter then, before then, they've not been called disciples. So that you understand. And he said, Peter, lower your net. And Peter responded, hmm, I don't know you, but at thy word, I will do it. But there is a difference here. He said, cast your nets to the right side. And what did they do? They, cast, they casted their nets. He didn't say at the word. Because he had an understanding of who he is. See, this time around, they are not meeting with Jesus of them. They are meeting with the resurrected Jesus. Beloved, it tells me that the first thing I want us to know is, please, it is important in life to do things the God way. See, the first point is, it's important to do what? Things the God way. Beloved, the God way is the only way. Beloved, the God way is the best way. Beloved, the God way is the only option. They tried all night, and they caught what? Nothing. But I said, cast your nets. And they casted their nets. And they caught a multitude of fish. Beloved, the first thing, please, let's live our life based on the way of God. The way of man can bring you temporary success. You'll be successful, but that is not the plan of God for your life. See, it is when you walk according to his way that you know that your success is according to his plan. Beloved, I pray and I decree every decision that we make will be according to the will of God for our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, I guess I've shared this story before. When I was in the university and when I was graduating, the only wish I have, so that you guys understand, I wasn't a born-again Christian. So I was one of those that truly believed in my ability. And I always tell people, as long as I sit down and read, I'll be fine. And the only thing I wanted in life was oil company. See, if it is oil company that makes one rich, 
then that is the only thing for me. That was all about my life. Everybody around me knew, including my parents. And I said, if I don't get oil company, I can never be successful. But eventually, I nearly got the oil company. But God said, my son, I will show my almightiness in you. See, my will is not for you to work in oil company, sir. My will is for you to change life. See, people that have encounter with you, when they leave you, what do they leave you with? See, I worked with a boss. Eh? A boss. A woman. So that's why I love the topic that was shared last week. A woman. Very wonderful man. A pastor in the church. A very big pastor in the church. But our ways, eh? our ways, I will leave it. So why is it that all we do and all we do is do as I want, I say. Why can't we do as I do? See, for those that know me, I am like this in church. I am like this at home. I am like this in the office. If you want to like me, like me. If you want to hate me, hate me. Please judge me based on the standard of heaven. Let's see. Beloved, enough of serving man. Enough of looking unto man. See, if there is something that this church has done for you and I, it's giving us a platform. Yes, sir. Platform. You can substitute everything. Platform. I saw, what's, that? what's his name again this morning? The best thing I knew over for was this thing, tambourine. Guitar. That's the best thing I knew him. But I saw a different dimension of Ovo this morning. Beloved, God has deposited things in you. Why? Why belittle ourselves? Look at Sunday. This Sunday, if you don't know. The guy at the back. He's multi-talented. He's multi-talented. And I know he can do so much. Look at Sister Glory. I was told some people came yesterday and she stood her ground. And I was saying, a woman of, should I say a woman of valor? No. Daughter of Zion. Beloved, see, what am I saying this morning? The grace and the power of God is in us. Can we start exhibiting that which God has deposited in you? He said, greater works than this. See, if he himself can say it, he said, greater works than this will you do. So I'm surprised. When you feel, I can preach, I'll do like this. You've not done anything. See, the Bible recorded that Peter passed. Even his shadow healed more than 3,000 people. And he has not started. Beloved, the same spirit that is in the disciples is in us. Even we have a better spirit. We have a better covenant. Why are we limiting what God has given to us? Some of us, we see certain things and the next thing is, Pastor, pray for me. Why can't you pray for yourself? Why? You want to kill the pastor? Pray for yourself. See, there is no door that has been shut concerning any of us. We have access, the same access that the pastor have. We have it. And our father is waiting for us. He said, just come unto me. All ye that labor, all you need to do is come. Your part is to come. Beloved, there is what is called genuine repentance. Genuine repentance starts with the arts. Our art is what God searches. It's not your works. I can do work. Uh-huh. There are so many people that have done better things than you. I can give. There are so many people that have given than you. Yes, yes, sir. 
See, your heart. Don't come and do Michael Jackson. Serve God because in the closet, no man is looking at you. It is only you and the Father. What do you do in the closet? You come here and you raise holy hands. Yes, it's good. But in the closet, what do you do? When no man is looking. When no man is looking, what do you do? See, enough of looking at Jesus as a magician. He's never a magician. He said something this morning. And I sat down and I said, God, why is it that most times you confirm your word? There is a pro what? A process. You cannot circumvent God's way. You can't. You can't. His ways are his ways. His standard are his standard. It's either you align to his standard or you go away. Beloved, our God does not interact with us by rules. He does not interact with us by commandments. The word of God is the standard by which God wants us to live. It's the standard. See, I can come and go, but if I'm gone, what will men remember me for? See, I look at someone, and he just came in. Parabola. You don't need, see, and I'm saying it. You don't need to be there for him to know this is what I need to do. And that is the work that God has given to us. You don't need to wait for the pastor, for the pastor to say, this is how I want you to do it. Take initiative, guys. I am begging us. It is the work of our father. Do things the way of what? God. Our God is an excellent God. Let's do work of excellence. Let excellence be known in what we do. I do not stand for mediocrity. If I want to do something, if I don't have the money, I keep it. But if I do it, I think it will have a piece of excellence. And that is to man. How much more our father in heaven. The work that we do is not Pastor K's work. If someone has not told you. See, it's not Mommy B's work. They will come. They will go. And they will surely leave. But what happens? If we cannot rise up and exhibit the potential that God has given to us, we are wasting the glory of God upon our life. That's what it means. Let's say it the way it should be said. The first important thing, do what? Things the way of what? The way of God. Praise the Lord. I've been told that I have five minutes. Can I please request for additional five minutes and I will, I will go. Praise the Lord. Don't get tired of me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Beloved, the second point I want to bring out in the book of John chapter 21 verse 7 the consciousness of Jesus' love is the second point that I want us to see in that Bible verse John chapter 21 verse 7 mm -hmm. the disciple that what Please, I, you know, most times when I read the Bible, I always tell myself, the person that wrote that same place in the Bible said, this is the person that what? Jesus loves. Oh, God. It means that, see, guys, I'm too aware that this man loves me so much that I said, this is the one whom Jesus loves. He might love you guys, oh, but you can't compare his love for me. Consciousness of God's love. Consciousness of Jesus' love. 
Beloved, there are two things I will point out quickly because of our time. You know, as I was reflecting, I was, I was reflecting, and there was a word that came to my spirit, and it says, the consciousness of Jesus' loves change the way we see things. See, I will repeat it again. The consciousness, or let me put it in a different way, our consciousness, so that again, you might not be conscious, but our consciousness of Jesus' loves for us, it changes everything. How do I know? You know, most times when, when we have a problem, the first thing is, how will I solve the, this problem? You start looking at options based on your ability. What options do I have? Or what alternatives are available for me? That is the way a typical human being thinks. But see, our consciousness of Jesus' love changes that. Because it means that your focus is no longer on the bigness of that situation. Is then on the bigness and the mightiness of God. He said, is there anything that is impossible for me to do? I think I've looked at the Bible from the beginning to the end. And I try to find out, is there anything that God has not done? None. Consciousness of what? God's love. And the question is, how did Peter demonstrate this? The same Peter... The same Peter in Luke chapter 5 verse 5. When Jesus told him, please cast your net. He said, I the word. Peter also said, ah, Jesus, please depart from me because I am a sinful man. The Bible recorded, if you look at it, if you can read further. The Bible said, Peter, put on his garment. Please, we shouldn't forget. They've casted their nets. They've caught multitude of fish. The same Peter, the same Peter that denied Jesus three times. The moment he heard that, see, that is the Lord. The Bible recorded that Peter, all he did was he put on his garment. He wasn't with his garment. So that you know that all he just wanted to do is, I want to go and meet him. He put on his garment. And the Bible said, and he entered into the water and began to swim. Beloved, please don't, don't get it wrong. They are close to the shore. But the best way he could show his love that I cannot contain this thing is to say, Father, all I want to do is just to be with you. When we wake up in the morning, can we just say, Father, I thank you for life. Expressing Jesus' love. Beloved, express see, there is something that is symbolic for me in the Bible. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. See, these are things that I use every morning for myself. No matter who I want to face, including my MD, I will say, Bible says everything works together for the good of those that what love God is <laughs> is what is based on what the love of God the consciousness of the love of Jesus and no matter what you bring to my way I know that he that I serve loves me no matter what you do the Bible says we are fearfully and beautifully made See, I cannot see a lady and you say you are ugly. There is no man, there is no woman that is ugly. We are what? Fearfully and beautifully made. For those of us that are married, I'm sorry. If your wife is close to you, I am begging you, when you have the time, tell her you are just too beautiful. You know, those are some of the things sometimes people like us miss. It is well. When your children are beside you, just tell them, Tofumi, you know that he loves you. Let's, let's show love. 
Because the one that we serve is a loving father. He does not look at your mistakes. He does not look at your imperfection. In our imperfection, is perfect. Our righteousness is not based on works or deeds. It's based on the fact that the one that we serve is righteous. Let's not forget Jesus' love for us. And that is why I am praying this morning with all eyes closed. Before they chase me from here. With all eyes closed. The Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heaven laden, and I will give you rest. Beloved, our Lord is still in the business of giving rest. Enough of walking like an elephant and eating like an ant. Beloved, the right side is the Lord's side. Everything you need in life is at his hand. He said, if God can provide for the birds in the sky and the fishes in the sea, how much more what your father in heaven will do for you that you are joined here to his throne. We hope you've been blessed with this message. For more of such life-transforming and destiny-impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles on Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, the Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.